0: Ready? So, another episode. Um, this episode is gonna be about insecure, um, and I'm gonna talk about some different things that happened. Spoiler alert! Please, like, don't listen if you haven't <laughs> watched the show, or if you haven't watched the season finale. Because, um, you know, at your own discretion, that's on you. If you listen to it, I will post, like when I make the post too, I'm going to put like, Hey, don't listen to it. If you haven't watched the episode yet, if that's what you plan to do. Right. So yeah, it was a season finale. I thought it was really great. Definitely a lot to dissect. Um, so how I'm going to do it is I'm just going to, I follow this page and I'm sure maybe people do too. It's called, I don't do Clubs on Instagram, and they tend to reflect on, um, the show, and they'll post, like, different tweets and stuff like that, and, um, so that's what I'm gonna use to be able to dissect everything. So, the first thing I'm gonna see, all right, mm, a couple things happened, Molly got married, uh, Kelly is pregnant. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys peeped it, but Tiffany was pregnant too. And the at the wedding, you can see she's pregnant. You could see that Issa is engaged to Lawrence. Um, and she's, you know, killing it successfully. Uh Nathan's gone. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. So let me see what, what's here. Okay, wow, there's a couple of things, so I'm definitely gonna talk about. This might be a long episode, it's okay. All right, so the first one I'm gonna, these are all tweets that I've seen. (sighs) My mother came up to me and said, You know what happens when you are too hard on yourself? Doubt begins to tear you away from the spaces love has provided. You owe it to yourself to revel in the love you have. Isn't it one of the many reasons why you exist to be better at love? Um, this has to do with insecure too, but I think it's just a general post. Um, and it definitely makes sense. I feel like that's definitely something that I'm going to practice more in 2022 is being better at love. Um, not being hard on myself and yeah, allowing, allowing love to come in too. Um, not putting myself in spaces to avoid it in different ways that I, that I self-sabotage to do that too. Um, and I feel like that was kind of like what Molly was doing sometimes too. So, and Issa too, Issa as well. So just being better at loving yourself and others. And being better at loving yourself could also mean just loving yourself enough to allow yourself to be loved by people. I think that that's something too. Um, because I know, like, you know, you recognize that, like, dang, this person actually really cares about me. They love me and stuff like that. And then you kind of can self-sabotage by um, not giving yourself that love in the sense of, like, allowing them to continue to love you. By trying to find reasons of, like, uh, this is not going to work out. Or, uh, uh I got to do this. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, trying to figure out ways to, to, to let it go. You know? So... Um, another one I'm going to read. It's crazy that sometimes you don't realize that people are holding you back until you let go of them and you see yourself start flourishing differently. What? If that ain't a word, I don't even know. Like for real. It's like what I've talked about in the other episodes, (laughs) like just letting people go, just let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. go. I'm good. (laughs) Like you're not about to hold me back. And sometimes you don't realize it until you really let that person or thing or whatever out of your life. And then your life starts flourishing to the point where it's flourishing so much. You don't even realize how much it's flourishing until maybe the universe will test you and bring that person back or bring something similar. And then you're like, whoa, like, dang, I've come so far. There's no way I'm going backwards, you know? So, all right. This is from Lawrence. It says, it was always her. The love story some of y'all loved and some of y'all love to hate. Facts, because I didn't like him. Um, I did not like Lawrence, um, but I feel like he did redeem himself in a sense. I had these discussions with friends throughout the season. and I said, the only way Lawrence can redeem himself in my eyes to Issa is to get married to her or to like, you know, like get engaged to her because otherwise what's the point? They don't need to go back to being in a relationship again because they already know each other for so long. So it was good that they got engaged and they're going to get married. So I was happy for Issa in that because she genuinely does seem happy with Lawrence. Um, I just sometimes you have to do things separately from each other in order to come back um Um. let me see the other one it says oh I love that one okay it said the voice in the mirror is gone wow I think that is a really good one because it's I feel like that uh, under the underneath the post it says she's secure now a job well done the name of the show is called Insecure Throughout the show, I feel that Issa had those mirror moments because a lot of times it was the insecurity that was causing her to second-guess herself and have those conversations. And in the end, when she realized that she was the one holding herself back by just not going for it, going for it in any type of aspect, whether it be career, love, whatever, that's the more that she became confident in herself and secure the less those conversations with the mirror continued and she was able to grow and blossom into the woman that she she was in the end so um yeah just learning how to practice and and follow in isa's steps and being able to become so secure with yourself that you don't have to second guess or have these conversations with yourself um and just, just do it, you know? Um, so another one, this is from the director. It said, we wanted to show love is a choice and it only needs to make sense to you. Everyone's story is different. Um, yeah, like I said, Issa made her choice and it might not be. And I think at one point, Tiffany, the character Tiffany said to her the same thing, like, It doesn't have to make sense to anyone else as long as it makes sense to you. And I think that that's something that people forget um, because everything is so social media and like have these different influences that just as long as you're happy with whatever you're in, then that's you're happy and you're safe. Then that should be, you know, the more important thing. Don't worry about making sure that other people understand. Um so the scene in the bathroom between isa and molly after her wedding not gonna lie definitely made me cry just because what they said but also like remembering where they were last season into this season how bad molly was back then because in that last season i was not team molly at all like she was getting on my nerves um but then you also had to like have that sympathy of like Dang, like Molly was really hurting, you know, like she was really hurting last season. And to see her finally let that hurt go and grow as a woman. And, you know, unfortunately, she the the situation with her mom passing. But I think that that helped her be able to step into the marriage and like just a clean new loving Molly you know like it was just dope to see her so happy and so nice and like so just in love you know and and allowing herself to be taken care of and then Issa you know Issa is such a dope friend I'm so I wish that I I I have great friends don't get me wrong I have dope friends I don't get me wrong but I just I just love Issa like she just seems so real and you know, I know it's a character, but that genuinely seems like that's how Issa is. And that's what makes it so dope. And and Molly too, Yvonne, Yvonne Orji. Uh, I feel like they both p- fit their characters pretty well. So, um, and then that scene alone, it was just like, again, like just remembering where they were and how everything they both went through separately on their own and then together as friends and how, you know, that keeps saying like, that's the love story. And that is like, things happen, you grow apart, but if it's meant to be, you come back together, and you come back stronger, and that bond doesn't break, you know, so, it was such a great scene, and it was good to see, um, and let's see, another one, I'm mad that they didn't bring Daniel back, but I get it, um, okay, so I like this one. We needed the character of Kelly to make Big Life Pivot to be an emotional catalyst for Issa because in real life, we're often inspired by our friend's courage to change. So and I definitely wholeheartedly agree with this because, again, spoiler alert, don't listen to this if you haven't watched, but Kelly thought she died <laughs> in this season. And before that, she was not into having kids or anything like that after having that experience of dying she felt like um and then she met the guy so she changed her mind and and wanted to have kids and you know be in a relationship and just do that whole thing and when she announced it Issa um said to her I thought you didn't want any kids I thought you said you weren't into that and she said yeah but you know based on the experience that she had um she changed her her mind she and she's now she's not scared to do it and I feel like at that point Issa like she steps back because um Kelly and Tiffany are like so happy and having the conversation about the kids part and I feel like now I can think about that how that part that scene was really Issa coming to grips like with all right well Maybe I do want to be with Lawrence, you know, and like have the courage to to change my mind about being a stepmom for now, you know, and and being with this person that I obviously love. But even if it's not fitting the fairy tale of what I thought it would be, you know, having the courage to change your mind and like be open to something different. I feel like that's what it was, and it was just dope to see Kelly get have a baby like she's gonna have a baby she's gonna be a hilarious mom like she I love Kelly she was hilarious <sighs> um you know what you have said what would you have said to Lawrence if Nathan didn't interrupt girl it's not too late if that's what you really want that's what um Molly says to Issa and it's true because it's like you, her as her bestie she knew like Issa still loves Lawrence despite everything that they went through, and she deserves to be happy. Um, another one, Nathan is not wrong. He wasn't wrong. He, I feel like Nathan knew he wasn't ever gonna be able to be, um, to gain Issa's heart like Lawrence did. You know and I don't think it had to do with like time or anything it's just like they're not on the same page right now and Nathan is great don't get me wrong but I think they were better as friends than actual lovers even though the whole time I really did like Nathan but as soon as they got together I was like I don't like this it was just something about it I just didn't like it I just felt like and I think I didn't like it because I felt like uh Issa still loved Lawrence Um, and Nathan was going to get hurt. (laughs) Like, I feel like Nathan stayed with that. He was going to get hurt bad. So it's good that they show. And I, I, think it's great that they let Nathan break up with her versus Issa doing this thing where she kept him there, but still like was trying to wait and set it up with Lawrence and then getting rid of him. I think that that would have really messed up Nathan. So I think it's great that they, he chose his mental health over, The relationship, and he still was a good friend. I feel by coming to the event and um, you know giving her the donation from the barbershop, and yeah, and yeah, that was I was gonna go off topic because I love the dress that Issa had on in that scene with the birthday party, and I've been trying to find it and I can't find it. And her outfits that that whole episode were bomb like her outfits her hair everything I just loved it but anyway um let me see okay this is one of my favorite ones that I remember she said after the breakup with Nathan she said I just want to fast forward to the part of my life where everything is okay and that like that's very a relatable quotes um when you get in those spaces where you you know things are just falling apart and or you're confused about where your life is it's very easy to you know like i don't know it's just like when you deal with a lot of stuff back to back emotionally you just want to be okay and um so that that was a definitely a relatable quote scene um yeah so those are the old quotes that i saw um but now I'm trying to think about the episode. I again like I said, I think that Nathan made the right choice. I feel like Nathan he still has a lot of growing to do professionally and um, that he wasn't he wasn't gonna be able to sustain that relationship with her uh, and I don't think them moving in together would have helped. It would have made it worse. I think Issa's heart was still with Lawrence and you know I think that they both hopefully learn about boundaries because you know nathan he chose to stay around even after she cried (laughs) in his or her his or her whoever's bed it was i forget she was crying about another guy like that's to be like your your cue to get out you know what i mean like she kind of gave you the heads up that she wasn't ready yet but um molly and that guy i forget his name uh T- Torin, Tauron or whatever, um, He, I like him. I do like him for her. I, I really do. And I think it's not even just him being economically equal to her. I just think that his vibe of being so secure in himself allowed Molly to be secure in herself as well. And allowed her to let go of any questioning and just to really go with the flow and to really um, enjoy... The relationship, and I feel like he was someone who, even though he didn't discuss it on the show, like in this in the show, I feel like he was so level-headed to the sense that he knew what he wanted. You know, he knew that he wanted to get married, and you know, he wanted to build with someone. So, um, I, I was so happy for her, so so happy for her. Um, definitely happy for Issa because professionally, she just, you know she was killing it she was doing great and she got everything that she wanted and I feel like that is something that I loved about the season finale is that they didn't just focus on the main characters like every character got what they wanted or just got something that changed their lives for the better you know um with babies and marriage and Homes, you know, Tiffany buying, get that Tiffany and the husband getting a home in Denver, and then her being pregnant again, and um, but still being able to be in contact with her friends and uh, Issa buying a house, Issa and Lawrence buying a house and um, being engaged. Kelly's having a baby, and she changed her job to work with Molly to where she's gonna be happy with other people, other black people, um, where she's being treated r- respectfully, professionally. Um, and then them just being able to still be a clique and like really, you know, be a part of each other's lives and their growth is just, it was great to see. And I'm really going to miss that show because, um, like I said, it, it resonates so much. And something that I, that people highlighted someone I saw online is like, I feel like a lot of times those type of storylines and those shows always are about like people in their twenties. And so when you're older than that, it feels like, dang, like why can't I get my life together that way, but the fact that Issa had just, I think all of them were turning, like, whether it be 32, 33, and they were just now getting their careers, just now, you know, getting, I don't want to say just now, but let me backtrack, they were at that age, and they were able to accomplish those things at that age, you know, so, The point is just like there's no set age of when you're supposed to have those things done it's just more like as long as you're on the right path and you get them done if that's what you want for yourself then letting that be so I I like how they were not the typical age of society that you know or social media portrays that you know you should have a house by then or a car by or not a car um relationship, marriage, all that stuff at these certain ages. And they they extended it to later ages because the actors actors and actresses themselves are older. They're like 30-something. They're like... I think Issa's like... I don't think she's 40, but she's like close to it. Let me see. I thought she was like 37 or something. I know she just got married in real life. She's 36. She's 36, and I know she just got married in real life. And... Um so yeah. Um just again the whole the reality of it of you know we don't got we don't have to be in your 20s and get all that stuff done. You could be in your 30s and still be figuring it out. I think that's what I love about it is like cuz yo, I'm in my 30s. I'm still trying to figure it out too. You know, I feel like I figured out a lot of stuff, but there's some other stuff that I'm still working on and it's just cool to see that, you know, other people in the same space. Um because the girl who plays Molly, Yvonne Orji, she's 38 uh, in real life. J. R. J. J. Ellis. What? Yo, y'all, he's 40 years old. I'm, wow. Black don't crack. I'm telling you, black don't crack. What? I had no idea he was 40. That's wild to me. He looks like he could be, he literally can play a 20-something year old. He looks like he's definitely... I would never say 40. Whoa. Wow. Did you guys know that? <laughs> I'm not talking to you like you can respond. Hold on. What? Kelly is 41. Nah. Nah. I'm, I'm blown away by this. I'm blown away, but I'm not blown away. Like, I would have never thought she was... Yo... Amanda Sales, I follow her. I know she's forty. Wow, Amanda Sales is forty. Yo, these thirty and forty-year-old people are playing like thirty-something-year-old people, but like they don't look. Oh, okay. Um, what's his name? Nathan's thirty-three. Interesting. Um. Hmm. He lives in Texas. Well, actually, he doesn't. He's from Houston, Texas. He lives in California. Hmm, interesting. Oh yeah, he wasn't get had to get away with murder. That's when I first like saw him too. Interesting. Wow. Um. Yeah. Let me see how was um Asian Bay. Let me see. He was cute though. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They're not giving his age. He's Australian. What? Y'all knew Asian Bay was Australian. I'm. Con- I want to. I want to hear the uh, the accent. How old is he? How old is he? Alexander Hodge, age. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Asian Bay. I think he's thirty three too. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he's thirty three. Hmm. Um, let me see how old is Daniel. <laughs> hold on. Uh, I know this has nothing to do with it, but hold on, hold on. Daniel. I think he's like 33, too. Hmm, interesting. He lives in Brooklyn. That ain't far. Um, <laughs> hold on, let me see. Hold on, no. What I need to see is, um, Dang, what is his name? Crenshon. Crenshon. <clears throat> it was played by... am secure. Kofi Sarobi. Good God, what a man. Let me see. Kofi Sarobi. Hold on, how old is he? I think he's younger, though. Uh, he's 27. He low key looks a little older, but um Yeah, he's 27. He was in it too. I feel like I wish that he could have got a little bit more, but I get it. Um Wow. I'm 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 still kind of baffled on um what's his name? I would have never thought that Lawrence was 40. I would have never thought that. He looks younger. He just looks I thought he was like close to my age um, wow, he's, he's 34, I mean, I'm sorry, he's he's 40, I'm 34, um, yeah, I would have never thought that he was that old, that's crazy, really, like I said, all of them, they look young, they just look so much younger, um, even like I said, Issa, Issa Rae looks young too, um, uh, but anyway, uh, overall, I thought the episode was great, and i definitely suggest watching it and oh check out the the documentary that i said too it's called the end um the insecure the end i think that was like a way of them to talk to the actors and show how the last season like how they filmed it and stuff like that and had like little side interviews with which was cool and um just give the history of la like where they were shooting the show and just like the things that they dealt with as far as like there are certain rules that you have to have to play to go in certain neighborhoods and how certain people were upset about certain things and the neighborhoods being showcased and how it it brought about tourists and gentrification. So yeah, it was, it was a good documentary too. It was only like an hour, so it's not that long. I thought it was good. And, um, yeah, I'm now like, there's a, she has another show also that she is not on but she's produced she produces it uh it's called um it's i think it's on HBO max um hold on i never honestly i have to watch awkward black girl now i never watched it never watched it Mm, I forget what it's called. There's some other show that she that she produces um, that is is pretty good. It's about these younger kids in LA. I forget what it's called though. Sorry. Um, but yeah, Issa Rae, she's she's dope. She's put it on for a lot of people. She and yeah, like you said, like I said in the documentary, you'll see that she opened. She she helped a lot of people, a lot of young people, a lot of young black or this like minority people with their career, especially like a lot of writers, screenwriters and directors and everything that because they worked with her on that show, they were able to land deals with HBO and expand their career. So that was just dope to see that she was able to open the path from that for that for them. and honestly, I feel like I might, I might end up watching Insecure again, just watching the whole from beginning. Now that I've watched the whole, now that it's over, I feel like I should go back and watch season one and two and stuff like that and try to, it's one of those things where you go back and you're like, oh, I get it now. You know, like certain things I feel like maybe I wasn't, I missed um, from the first couple seasons. So yeah, overall, I thought it was a great season. And I will share those quotes that I, that I read off about this, um, from Twitter, some of the things, and yeah, that's it. Uh, I did a lot of recording today. Got got three episodes out of me, so I hope it. W- hope they're helpful, funny, whatever. That um, like you learn something from it, and you go watch Insecure for sure and i will talk to you guys next year (laughs) so meditate manifest and invest in you thank you for listening to black hippie lounges your host chanel rate and review the podcast and i will talk to you soon